right. Hey, everybody. This is Film Juice. I'm John. I'm Mike. And today we're going to be juicing some Christmas movies. Some, uh, most of these are were released within the past three years. And then afterwards, we want to share some of our suggestions of what to watch this uh, Christmas season. And... Do you want to go ahead and start with this one, Mike? Yeah. Where should we begin? Um, let's see. All right. So I recently I, I became aware of uh, Prancer uh, from 1989. Uh, it's a movie about a little girl who finds a, a an injured reindeer. And she's so entrenched in the Christmas myth that she... Uh, her father is nice enough to let her nurse it back to health in their barn. And this is a really rough movie, to be honest. Um, she, the uh, little girl goes through a lot of trials and tribulations of getting her father to uh, acknowledge her feelings. And uh, I should say her father is Sam Elliott, who, you know, you don't, uh, hopefully it's the only time to cuss in this. Uh, you don't, you don't fuck with Sam Elliott he is a scary man but he's he's a rough father he uh there may be some some rough happenings going on with his farm he's gonna have to send his daughter off to live with her aunt and uh yeah little girl just she just wants to take care of reindeer and believe in santa claus very touching movie uh i watched it like every year as a kid um so it's 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 very much entrenched in my Christmas memories. Um there's no special effects, nothing magical looking. Um the spirit of the movie is all in implied um Christmas magic. There's no um there are no overt special effects. There's nothing I think there's one like shimmer that they inappropriately added once uh, the little girl and her dad come across the deer. But it's overall a, a very, very much a family movie. If if you're into slower, kind of a little bit calmer, less chaotic, you know, it's very much just a girl nursing an animal back to health. If your kid isn't overstimulated by the holidays, or if your kid is overstimulated, maybe this could tranquilize them. Uh, it's, I think, it's a nice calming movie. I think a lot of kids too really like animals. I've noticed, yeah. and see someone in pain, and you know, see a child take care of. That's yeah. something as I think a kid would definitely connect yeah. to. Speaking to that, I I was as a kid. You know, this kind of inspired me to be to want to be a veterinarian. I'm not one. <laughs> but it wanted me to become one. <laughs> uh, I'm very much not a veterinarian. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> no, that's that's a cute story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like laughing a little. I mean, it didn't. Story. It didn't pan out. I don't mean it like it, that. It, it didn't pan out, but uh, <laughs> it it did in the in the moment. It, it kind of worked. <laughs> But I, I'm not, I'm not nice. a veterinarian, and I have no regrets. 
Nice. And you will have no regrets if you watch this movie. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a really good movie. Prancer 1989 version. I saw there's a remake, which I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to compare it because it's going to be uh, really crappy. This movie is very much 80s material. It's on HBO yeah. Max right now, right? It's, it's on HBO Max right now. Uh, if you want to pay for it and uh, feed some fat cats, it's on Prime for $2. Cool. Well, I might do that. I might pick it up. Um, yeah, I usually find the stream is better when I purchase it than on than when it I is. stream it. Unfortunately, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. So what I'll start. Oh, what's that? No, I said what you got. So I... I saw this movie called Spirited on mm. uh, I I uh, <laughs> what is it Apple TV? Yeah, there you go. And this one was released this year, 2022 in November. Will Ferrell, R- Ryan Reynolds are both in it. Will Ferrell plays the ghost of Christmas Present, and Ronald Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is the Scrooge character in the film. At the heart of it is a Christmas Carol. It makes fun of itself, and it makes fun of other iterations of a Christmas Carol, like Scrooged. Uh, they, they even reference the movie. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is like, <laughs> "Is this like Scrooged?" <laughs> and it is part musical, which surprised me. I don't know if I had just forgotten that part in the in the preview or what but i wasn't expecting that and the songs are very bad they're not really good oh, to be honest and these are huge actors so they are they have an interesting side of them uh, because you know they're good at what they do i think these two comedians working together is a little there's some awkwardness there <laughs> Yeah, they're not they're not synced up comedically. I don't think there's so Ryan Reynolds has the sarcasm. Will Ferrell is more of like an absurdist. And 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 I think that was one of the biggest things is between like these three different factors, like of you know, there's this bad musical music, and there's these two big actors and personalities, right? Um, just kind of like didn't create a flow and Um, and getting each other's way and um but at the heart of it it is a christmas carol so uh so i find i found myself like through these kind of hard parts i just kept thinking to myself if i just wait through this part maybe there'll be a good part you know there'll be something substantial and good and and that's pretty much how how it kind of went i mean there'd be about 10 minutes of okay stuff and then you get back to the christmas carol like heart of things right and then and then that would happen you'd see an actual past event in ryan reynolds character's life that that kind of explains why he's a scrooge you know just like in a christmas carol and 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 that kind of that's what kind of kept me engaged um, engaged and like endure these other bad parts of the movie that i didn't i didn't enjoy um but it did remind me a lot of scrooged and i know you like that movie mike a lot i love that movie um, i have yet to watch it i'm gonna watch it on, on christmas day 
So yeah, some awkward jokes. There are some funny moments as well. Uh, I I lean more towards this one being like a PG, between PG and PG thirteen movie. By the way, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, would you Would you recommend it to anybody? Uh, the three movies that I'm t- I'm going to talk about. This is the one I'd recommend second to watch, and I think this one definitely caters to more of an adult audience, like teenage, teenage to adult audience. Okay. What's up next, Mike? Let's see. All right. So I I watched uh, Mixed Nuts with Steve Martin uh, from 1994. It's set in a... uh... (laughs) So Steve Martin stars as Philip, who heads up a... um, Like a suicide hotline. Is that a thing? Am I saying that right? Uh, Like a... Like if you feel like killing yourself, you call them. Yeah. Um, so it's called Lifesavers. Uh, the suicide hotline that Steve Martin okay. is in charge of. It's <laughs> okay. him, and it's uh, funny enough. Okay, I'm gonna point this out. Rita Wilson, the mom from Jingle All the Way, she stars in this. She's very young. She's she plays this kind of mousy kind of naive young woman um it's her and then it's uh, madeline khan plays an older lady who also works there um and on christmas eve they find out they're going to be evicted at the same time there are people calling in uh there's a lot of like fraser-esque humor to be found in it where people call in and uh I think the first call that they receive um, is uh, a guy at a phone booth. It's actually in the trailer. Um, a guy in a phone booth, and he calls, and he's like, I'm at the end of my rope. I want to kill myself. And something happens to distract the, the people that answer the call, and he they just hear a gunshot. And... Okay. Um, but it's played for laughs. It's played for like these people are hapless. They don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, so that's like the dark comedy side of it. That's the dark comedy side of it. Yeah, and then they. <laughs> wow. Uh, Adam Sandler is in this, but he's doing. He's he plays like a downstairs neighbor. Um, basically, everyone that's introduced ends up in the same space at some point. That's what it feels like a stage play almost. I don't know what the plot is. That's I was going to ask, or do they end up like together just, on Christmas or what happens? What happens is like, there's a series of events that leads to them being in the same place on Christmas. It's really just a series of small happenings. I mean, I'm all over the place. The lifesavers, uh, suicide hotline is they're going to be evicted from their space. Steve Martin is trying to figure out like what are they going to do, but so Steve Martin's in charge of it, and he's he's got to tell his only two employees, which are Madeline Kahn and uh, Rita Wilson. He's got to tell them we're out of business on Christmas Eve, and oh, wow. um, he's he's trying his best to figure out like a way to to make money fast. So 
weirdly, there's like all these like little cross connections. Uh, Rita Wilson's character, Catherine, she knows Juliette Lewis, who is a pregnant, uh, I want to say like reseller or thrift thrift store owner um, who is married to a an ex-convict Anthony, Anthony uh, LaPaglia um, who's dressed up as Santa and because she threw out all of his clothes so he has nothing to wear but a Santa suit. <laughs> okay. And so all these people gather together accidentally and just nonsense happens. They they need the money, so Anthony Anthony LaPaglia, like Oh my god. This is so like saying it out loud. There's also like this mention of a seaside strangler. So this takes place on Venice Beach in California. I gotta go back. Dude, this movie's a mess. It's it's very silly. I think it's very funny and but it's kind of it's pretty dark. It's it's a dark movie. Um and it makes fun of its own darkness. And this is a comedy, it sounds this like this is a comedy. It, so it's not it's not There's trying some... to be anything. No, it's not trying else. to be yeah, it's not trying to be anything but funny. Okay. Um it's it's got <laughs> if you pay attention to the um Okay. So you, maybe you'd recommend some this to someone who's someone who's got like a dark sense of humor. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah, not definitely not for everybody, especially if you're a millennial, you're not gonna you're not gonna like this movie. Let's just face it. Gotcha. You're probably so not, not gonna watch this. Not for the modern generation. Not for modern. Yeah, watching it I was like, oh god. Who could I possibly show this to? Um <laughs> but yeah, Steve Steve Martin is great in it. Uh what's her name? Tom Hanks' wife is great in it. I forget her name, Rita Rita Wilson. Um great, really good cast. Excellent cast. Madeline Kahn. Uh just just generally just a really good cast um i would recommend i would recommend it to anybody who's got like a dark sense of humor about the holidays all right this next one i i wouldn't recommend mm. unless you're a big fan of the first movie uh which is a christmas story um this one is a sequel christmas story christmas and it's on hbo max right now Oh, oh yeah, was Mix Nuts on anything? I don't know. You said Peacock, I think, right? Oh, it's on. I believe it's on Peacock, and I know for sure it's on Prime. Oh, okay. So, A Christmas Story Christmas is takes place thirty three years after the original, set in nineteen seventy three, and it follows the so the kid Ralph Ralphie. Uh, not such a bad premise, but he's trying to. 
write a book. It's around the Christmas season. He finds out his father has passed away and he's going to his mother's house to comfort her during Christmas. Like the clothing, the movie sets, um, they all look like the 70s. They did a real good job there. He's Ralph is still reminiscing, daydreaming like he did when he was a kid. You know, it didn't feel like a like it was in the 70s because uh, the film style also was more like a modern day show film style. Yeah. The dialogue was just bad. The script was, wasn't very good at all. And so yeah, okay. the, the characters came off like too dramatic, like in a TV show too. Mm. And uh, like, for instance, there was a, a scene where caroler, carolers come by the house and Ralph is narrating and saying, oh no, it's the car- it's just carolers, the worst thing ever. And, and him and his mom are hiding behind like his like 70 year old mom, <laughs> like <laughs> hiding behind a couch and, and he's a 50 year old man. And it's like, yeah. Uh, it just, it looks so, it looked out of character and it looked just. They were trying to make it satirical of like Hard and Hearts tried to try to get together and trash Christmas since like, eh. That was a scene where it was just like, what, what, how is this contributing to the story? Uh, out of the three I watched, this is the one I would, I would recommend least. Um, yeah. But if you're a big fan, you know, of the first one, I don't see why you know, it's good to see the actor, the kid, Ralph, and reprise his role. I think some others reprise their roles, like his his friends, his childhood friends. Yeah, they brought back, from what I know, uh, they brought back as many of the cast as they possibly could. That was A Christmas Story Christmas. I, I, I don't really recommend it at all, especially if you're not familiar with the first one, really. Um, I would stay away from this one. Okay. Yes. Let me talk about Guardians briefly. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is um, available to to watch. At the very least. Um, I thought this was... It's directed and written by James Gunn. So I anticipated there being some some very good humor and some some well-earned uh performances um and you know because of the budget of the movie it all takes place on the sound stage um and you only get to see drax and mantis who are concerned about peter quill uh, Peter Quill is having a rough time because it's Christmas time and he doesn't have a family. Drax and Mantis go to Earth and they try to find Kevin Bacon to bring back to Peter Quill because Peter Quill always talks about Kevin Bacon and how great he is. So they figure that's going to be a good present. I mean, I, I honestly, I would think that's a really great present. However, um mantis subdues kevin bacon with her uh power so they bring kevin bacon back to uh they're on this giant floating head called nowhere apparently the guardians now own it um but so she brings kevin bacon there where peter is and 
Peter freaks out in a bad way. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a cute story. I, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to establish themselves as being a holiday mainstay. Um, I, I would say there's too much going on to kind of minimalize the guardians. I, I think there's, if it were like a, like a little Groot, baby Groot or rocket raccoon, baby Groot kind of caper, it would be a cool like thing to revisit every year. This I have no desire to revisit even this year. It's fine. Yeah, it's like it. It doesn't feel like like a fun holiday thing. It feels like a feels like a cash grab. Like yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see Guardians in the spring, the new one. I I don't. And also like it's kind of a trick to like don't don't throw in Easter eggs in the holiday special. Don't do that. Like I, I caught oh, them, wow. but, but like, serious? don't, yeah. Like don't, don't do that. If this is just a, um, a novelty for you, like don't, don't treat it seriously. Don't tell me that I have to take it seriously when you did. That sounds very personal. But that's how I took it. There's that, and then it could also be too. Just if you're gonna do a Christmas movie, just make it a Christmas movie. Yeah, just make it Christmas. Or, yeah. And you know, there's there's very uh, like that's not the slight the thing itself. It's the intention, really. Um, because honestly, it's fine. Like, watch it once. You know, get it out of your system and. Right, I, I hear you. I, I, I think a lot of these new things, like the movies I've mentioned and this one here, like they're at least, they're, they're kind of like there, to get you to the platform. Right. To incentivize you, uh, to to stay with these streaming services. Essentially, like that's what they are there for. Yeah. And they're not new classics, sadly. Um, no and this one unfortunately like it's not for me personally it's not one that i'm gonna watch every year yeah um like it's it's just too much uh of a farce is it kid friendly absolutely family friendly absolutely family friendly um but the thing is, the two most family-friendly characters, they can't afford to put them in the special. Um, so there's mm. not very much Rocket and Groot. It's just Mantis and Drax. Okay. But, I mean, it picks, they're in there. They're just not very much in there. Um, like, I think it's a perfectly fine little short short film. You know, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it's a stretch calling it a new Christmas classic like some people are. Gotcha. I I, I, I don't see it as being that. I, I think it's pretty mediocre. If you're a big nerd, if you're like a hardcore Marvel nerd, yeah, this is going to be on your 
watch list next year, but otherwise, um, I don't think people are going to care. Okay. The my highest recommendation from the movies I've seen is going to be Eight Bit Christmas. Mm. And this one, I still recommend it the way I recommend the other two is in in the realm of watch it once and see what you think. And I think this is the one that's probably going to land the best out of the three. Um, I think this one has a more substantial story. Uh, Overall cast is is really good together. The, The script is decent, I would say. Um, the and the family scenes. There are family scenes that are really probably the the highlight. They're the highlight of the of the film. Whenever the family comes up, and this this movie is a lot like a Christmas story. Um, it follows a kid in the '80s who is trying to get his hands on a Nintendo. Right. He's he he narrates. He um, except in this one, you do. Uh, it has you hear his older self narrating, <laughs> and he's his older self, played by Neil Patrick Harris, is explaining to his daughter is telling telling his daughter this story of this one Christmas in the eighties when he wanted the Nintendo and all the things he had to go through with his friends and um, how it's like new technology. It's 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 neat. You see the Nintendo, like you see the box art, you see. Um, the Power Glove makes an appearance. The Nintendo Power Glove, and what else? The the Light Gun. And how it's just like amazing, and so that's that's fun too. Um, the relationship with the with his friends, and it's set in the Midwest, by the way. Uh, the relationship with his friends is there's some good moments there. It doesn't get to the Goonies level, though. Um, it doesn't get to the even Stranger Things level. It it um, it falls short in that regard. So yeah. the the jokes in in the movie don't land very well. I'd say half the time, and it doesn't lean into the era, and it tries to keep it modern. Um, the traditions and things like that aren't really leaned into and. And even again with the dialogue, it could have. Um, I feel like it could have leaned into that uh, the the cultural aspects a lot more. Yeah. Um, and better. Uh, but overall, I mean, it does end with a good, on a good note. Um, there's a there's a lesson, uh, you know, for you know throughout the whole thing, and it's. It is pretty much kid friendly, family friendly. So yeah, uh, I, this is the one I would recommend if you're going to watch one of these that I brought up. At least uh, I'd recommend this is at the top of my list, and it's this one's streaming on HBO Max as well, and I, I th- you can buy it digitally and everything too. Did you want to move on to like our recommendations? Absolutely, um, you lead. Okay, so I'd like to recommend here's just some fun uh just some fun ones. Uh Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Gremlins. 
you know what's a funny maybe not overtly christmas because i think i think once you can tell me if i'm wrong about this if you can extract the core of the movie from christmas and have it still be meaningful it's not really a christmas movie does that make sense oh yeah so i'm thinking just friends have you seen just friends with ryan reynolds and amy uh, oh yeah uh-huh that it takes place during christmas and there's some like really funny wintry christmas gags in it um i would say that that's a really funny uh really good i in my opinion really good comedy um i thought it was funny um that's one of the ones that i i like from ryan reynolds actually yeah um but i know you're a bigger ryan reynolds fan than me i I know you love him but yeah (laughs) do i come off that way yeah you do (laughs) Oh my goodness. Especially when you talk about Deadpool. Oh well Deadpool, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I it's select for me with Ryan Reynolds. And and that's but that one, uh Just Friends is is one that I'll I, I I'll actually revisit that one, you know. Yeah, that one's it's pretty funny and then Anna Ferris is really good in it. Um and so is Amy, what's her name, who is in a lot of things. But yeah, I would. I he would looks funny, that. fat. No, that was hilarious. Yeah, and he does seem gay. Like, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Amy Smart, fault, right? Amy Smart, yeah. And she thought he was gay. And you remember that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like, I thought you were gay. <laughs> And he's just so funny <laughs> the way he plays that character. No, it's a it's a very good. I think that's a good Christmas movie. It is set during Christmas, and the the whole thing between him and his brother is pretty funny. The uh, I don't want to say pranking, but like the constant like fighting. And isn't it his younger brother or? It's his younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he even says, "Like I don't care what I don't care how skinny you are. You always be fat to me." Uh, no, it's a very funny movie to to uh, revisit. Um, some that I like to watch uh, is like the Little Drummer Boy, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is a really good one. Too uh, one that I, I'm watching right now. I still haven't finished it, is the Nativity Story, and is- that one is a live action telling of the nativity and it fills in all the detail like it fills in like a lot of details you know where mary came from and joseph and you know them getting married and hearing the news that mary's pregnant with jesus and then their whole journey uh, up until his birth it really tries to be authentic you hear some hebrew and and it looks like it looks like they're there in in that part of the world so yeah i'm surprised that there aren't actually more christmas movies uh, around the nativity um, um, there was, you know, well, I was going to say the one with the Oscar Isaac, but that's the one I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that one was in 2006. I didn't realize it was that old. You might find some nativity fan films. I'm not even joking. That's not sarcastic. Um, on YouTube or something. No, yeah, I wonder. Uh, um, but I guess it goes to show. I don't know if that how that reflects on <laughs> on our culture, really. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess sometimes they they do center around some kind of consumerism uh, at the end of the day, and a lot of them do. And yeah, it's just it doesn't feel right to be. You know what I mean? It's, to be celebrating just things. Yeah, hence Jingle All the Way being it's a commentary on the consumerism and then it's a, it's it's at the same time um enabling it. Right. <laughs> because on one hand it's like I don't need, you know, Okay, everyone's after the toy. And then at the end of the movie, it's, oh, well, you represent my toy now. And it's like, well, that's not exactly healthy, but okay. Right, and it's like they come together all around uh, him being... Him having him as Him having... Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, him having been Turbo Man, um, representing the toy that he wanted, and now the son loves him more for being a representative of his own toys. You know what exactly. bothered me? You know what really bothered me about that movie? What? Um, he never actually got a Turbo Man. As a kid, did you did you think about that? Like, I did. Yeah, I think I I want to say I did too. I yeah, like, like he never actually got it. He gave it away, he gave it away to a convict. That's right, because he said, "Because my dad's a real did. Turbo Man, right?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, I guess this is evidence now." Everyone's uh, got and they arrest him, that. right? Yeah, they arrested that guy. It's like. Jesus, that that was that was, well, he went really crazy, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the consumerism worked for Arnold, but it didn't work for him. <laughs> yeah, right. The he disenfranchised black man. I know it almost seemed, it would seem that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What have we done? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when I think about it, he because uh... him and Arnold aren't very different. It's just the choice, like yeah. You know, when they... they meet up, it's like they're they're <laughs> head to head. He's just a mailman, but you you kind of want to root for the mailman. He's yeah, you want to work for them. Like, both of them, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. And and he, he's makeshifting bombs with the mail. He, yeah, what the hell? He knows which 
which males are bombs. He knows which mailings are bombs. And one goes off and in a building or something like that. And... Yeah, he almost killed a bunch of police officers, by the way. He did. What the hell? That's, I mean, I guess it's a commentary on how crazy the season makes you in terms of. It definitely is. Being a consumer. And it's a lot like Black Friday used to be. Very much. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, it still is. It still is. Maybe not so much because of online shopping. Yeah. Thank God for online shopping. It has died down a bit, but I, I even went out. I think I did go out that Friday for a little bit shopping. Did somebody pinch you? Um, someone grabbed me by the throat. Oh, fuck. Threw me across the room and... <laughs> and then you you landed... The way you landed was a three-point landing? <laughs> yeah, I landed on my feet. And I tore my shirt off and... Yeah, you jumped at him. And it went down. He yeah. went down. <laughs> but yeah, dude, there was like stuff all over the stores. People were trying to make sure they you know they got because i think we, we we found clothes we went to some clothing stores and yeah people were it was interesting though because like stuff was on sale but it wasn't on sale if that makes sense if you know what i mean yeah like it was marked high higher than it normally would be and then marked down to what it should be it should be <laughs> yeah exactly oh jeez. <laughs> So there was a lot of stuff like that, and and then the super cheap stuff is just like, is that really worth it though? Like, am I really gonna? How long is that gonna what, last me, really? What do you want to pass up the chance, Johnny? Do you want to pass up the chance <laughs> that it's not? I don't know. I don't know. Do <laughs> I? Hurry, <laughs> make a decision. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be gone. It's gonna be gone. It's going, going to fucking purgatory, or whatever, <laughs> wherever clothes go gonna be double the price tomorrow double triple quadruple the price tomorrow if you don't buy now i will quadruple the price i am stedman gates businessman if you don't buy now you, you will die. buy now or you die <laughs> If you don't, it's the fear of missing out, right? That, that, what is it? FOM? <laughs> yeah. FOMU? <laughs> FOMO. FOMO, yeah. <laughs> oh, I said FOMU, yeah, FOMO. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's so prevalent. I wish they would make a movie based on that. That would actually. It's a good horror movie right for the there. More modern day. It's a nightmare. We gotta write this right now. <laughs> Maybe we should write it. FOMO. Let's see if see if the script gets picked up by Spielberg or something. Right, Lionsgate. <laughs> you know, it's well, it's totally random, but I forgot to mention that I had a dream of Steve Martin recently. I was having lunch with him. Oh, was it good? I think with my wife, and it was fun. I wanted to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like we were vacationing somewhere and we had lunch with them and there was like spas and stuff and it was nice. 
and the next nice. day I was like, let's do it again. And it didn't, I woke up, I ended up waking up. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that was a random dream I had recently. It was literally now, a few days ago. <laughs> um, I was talking to Tanya and she was saying like, you know how in Doctor Strange, there was dream walking. Like when you dream, you're actually walking through it. You're actually living another person's like another version of yourself mm. and so she kind of believes that and i was like yeah i was dream walking um so it could be there's a version of yourself that knows steve martin uh i doubt it but i i, I wish mean, probably not <laughs> i think at this point we can just uh just wish everyone a merry christmas and i'm not gonna do that Charlie. Happy New Year and I'm not doing that. <laughs> Why not? No, it's no, I'm, uh, just happy. <laughs> I'm not happy. I'm not happy. It's not a happy Christmas. No, it's <laughs> no happy. Merry Christmas to everyone who is listening, who has listened over the last year. Um, we're going to try some new things in the next uh next year and not listening wise we're, we're gonna be here but we're gonna try to evolve and uh thank you for your blessings and your well wishes uh we really appreciate anybody who's listened to more than one episode that is here right now really really appreciate you um i wish i could buy you uh a thing um so thank you to everybody who's listening and has listened before and will continue to listen uh we really appreciate you thank you now i want to say merry christmas to everyone and i wish you um a great time with loved ones and friends and and family and lots of hope, uh, joy, peace uh, throughout this season as well. If we don't see you before the new year, have a wonderful, wonderful New Year's. Thank you for listening. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.